No helicopters have been procured for me to go to golf course. Thank you. I've never said he wasn't a great politician. I'm just saying he's a <laughs> How'd you play out there today? Uh, well, I found the conditions challenging. Mostly because there's no grass on the golf course. But there never has been. I'm thinking about the swag bag. And I have high hopes for the swag bag. When you got three crevices on the green, your course is trash. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back, Beltway Golfer with Alex Dixon, episode two. Thanks everyone for checking out last week's first episode with Mike McCartan and National Links Trust. Uh, thought it went really well, got some good feedback. Um, would love to hear more. If you watch it on YouTube, uh, the comments are enabled now, so you can, you can leave a comment, give it a like. If you listen on iTunes or somewhere else, certainly uh, give us a rating, leave us a review. Uh, if, it's, if it's super negative, um, shoot me a direct message maybe and, and let me know what you think I could do better um, or what you like about it. Um, staying on the topic of last week, it sounds like uh, we are going to hear an announcement from the National Park Service uh, really soon. Um, sounds like it could be before I record this next week on who, uh, who will win the request for proposal to operate the three public golf courses going forward. So certainly stay tuned to that. That's super exciting. Um, I'm sure we'll be talking about that next week. Um, uh, for episode two, we've got uh, Ben Ellis, head superintendent at the golf courses at Fort Belvoir. Um, I actually recorded this prior to recording Mike McCartan. So this is actually my very first one of these, really, the first recording, my, my first interview. Um, so I hope you can see past it a little bit. There's a couple audio issues, not the greatest audio. Um, so that's that's going to improve. Um, and my, my, again, my first interview. So, you know, I, I immediately started self-critiquing right after and, you know, it could have gone deeper on a couple things and asked a couple different things, but thought it was a really good conversation. Ben's a super interesting guy. He's got a ton of experience working at golf courses around the area. Um, and, uh, and two kind of interesting things about the conversation. One, um, when, when we did this interview, uh, the golf course uh, was closed due to COVID-19 and coronavirus. And I spoke to him earlier this week and it's still closed. It's one of the, maybe the last golf course in the area um, to still be shut down due, due to COVID-19. So hopefully it opens soon. When it does, I encourage everyone to go down and, and support uh, the course, support Ben, see all the great work he's been doing to, to get the, the courses in great shape. Um, uh, so uh, one other, other you know, really interesting backdrop to this whole conversation you're about to uh, hear is, um, so we recorded this on Thursday, June 4th. As many folks will remember, that week, the first week of June, was really the height of the demonstrations and protests uh, in the wake of the killing of George Floyd, especially in our nation's capital. And the, we were always, Ben and I were always scheduled to do the interview on Thursday, June 4th. The day before, the Wednesday, I was just, you know, set, I shot him a text message saying, you know, you know, what's an ideal time for me to come down so we can do this? We were going to do it early in the morning. He replies, let's talk later on the phone. Things are getting real crazy down here. And so we ended up talking later in the day. And it turns out there was a pretty significant influx of troops had come on the base the day before, the night before. 
and since staffing on the base uh, isn't up to what it normally is because of COVID-19, Ben had actually gotten called off the golf course, off his duties on the golf course, and was setting up cots, running for supplies. When I spoke to him on the phone, he was actually at Costco buying pallets of water uh, for, for the troops that had come up on the base. Um, we, we did not talk about it a lot. We alluded to it vaguely in our interview, but it, 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 there were some questions on whether or not it was even public information at the time of the interview. It's public information now. Uh, this was the, the 82nd Airborne, their immediate response battalion, had come up from Fort Bragg, called up by um, the current administration, and was almost brought into our nation's capital um, as, you know, essentially as, as riot control, uh, which you know, thankfully that did not happen and, you know, cooler minds prevailed and, and uh, the troops were sent back to Fort Bragg a couple of days later. Um, but Ben and I went forward with the timing of the interview. I went down the next morning. Um, you know, we had this lighthearted discussion about um, uh, Fort Belvoir golf and golf court maintenance. Um, meanwhile, the 82nd Airborne is right down the road on the base. Uh, waiting for orders to go into the city. So uh, pretty interesting backdrop. And, and, and again, thankfully that never happened. Um, <clears throat> but here's the interview. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, ben Ellis, head superintendent for Belvoir. Enjoy. All right. So Ben, thank you for being one of the first guests on Belvoir Golfer. So yeah, the first one and then it'll be yeah, we're not having him on here again. It's like, yeah, I lost all of the followers after the first after the first podcast. No, I think I think hope, hopefully this will be the first of multiple times. Because um, right now, um, you know, we're out here at Fort Belvoir. You're the head superintendent at Fort Belvoir, 36 holes, uh, just south of Washington D.C., and the course is closed. Still closed. We are one of the last DMV golf courses. Uh, too open and i know us andrews air force base is it rock creek is still are they rock creek too? is opening on friday so and i've heard patuxent naval station i heard it's still closed but i don't know for sure right? they're the only golf courses in the dmv area that i know of are still closed and that and that decision comes from way higher up than any of us here on the base it, it yeah. comes from higher up for sure because so, so so i've got i got a ton of questions for you about working at at fort belvoir about uh you know being the superintendent here um but we're going to save that for a minute we're going to back up so we'll start kind of where you where you begin so you're you're a local guy you're, I you're, you're from the dmv up, i grew up here in lorton i went to a hayfield high school and it was a joke because i would skip any time that i would skip school i was here playing golf and actually the golf course and employees they would actually rat me out they would call my parents up saying yeah he's skipping school he's here and then my mom would was she one time just laughed and said well i'd rather him be there and we know where he's at as opposed to doing something else so so fort belvoir was your home course it's my home course grew up here uh got my first golf course maintenance job on the on the ground staff here here at fort belvoir and fortunately, I was able to come back several years later and actually be in, be the one in charge. So you and then so you went to Penn State, studied turf grass, turf grass management. And so, for folks that don't know Ben, 
Uh, you've worked, and I just learned this really to the extent of it, you worked at a ton of golf courses around here. Uh, give, give us the list of golf courses so, you worked in the area. So, so I worked at Fort, Fort Belvoir. I worked at Laurel Hill Golf Course. Worked at Cominion Valley Country Club. And then I got the, the assistance job at Andrews Air Force Base Golf Course right over in Maryland. And then I took over as the head superintendent there. Uh, I left to go over to Paint Branch Golf Course in College Park, Maryland. And then when the rumor, when I was officially told that they would close, I, uh, I found the job here at Belvoir. So Andrews Air Force Base, you spent uh, the better part of a decade there. Nearly 10 years there. Um, and for most of the time, correct me if I'm wrong, this was during uh, the Obama administration. It was. And he, he liked to play golf at he, Andrews. He loved playing out there. He, that was his home course. He joined out there. He was out there nearly every weekend uh, a lot of times. And he was very, very comp complimentary of the golf course. So we never had issues with that. But it was seeing, seeing everything with him, we saw things that you'd never see anywhere else. How does that, yeah, from, from a superintendent's perspective, because um, it's not just the president, it's Secret Service, it's mm -hmm. everything that comes along with that. Yeah. How does that affect your job or just, you know, just the, the, the whole experience of being at the golf course? Well, a lot of times we wouldn't know he was playing. We would just be kind of told either, either, either that morning he's on his way out. So we never, we would never do anything special. Uh, as as far as we wouldn't go tailor tailor the golf course just for him or whatever we we never knew when it would happen and we always tried to keep keep our best foot forward any day no matter who was playing so so for us to go do that you know the only issues that we ever had were if we wanted to leave off a lot of the times we would have to make sure that we were gone out of our lot at the maintenance shop prior to any of the motorcade arriving because once the motorcade is on their way, they start shutting off roads so that they have the full access. And how much notice would you get for that? A lot of times, none. It <laughs> so, was... It what, was if what if you're a golfer, you're, you, you just made the turn, you're on number 10. Is it is it that little notice? We're like, what, we gotta, you gotta head off the courses we got. So they never actually closed the entire golf course for, for him. They only closed a few holes in, in front of him and a few holes behind him. So he was never, he never got his own golf course. Every now and again, if there was somebody special playing with him, I believe it was the 2010, 2011, um, when the U.S. Open was at Congressional last. Yeah, that 2011 when Rory won. Yeah, I believe so. That was, because um, that year... They, um, they were doing the golf summit, and that was him, Joe Biden, John Bonner, and the governor of Ohio at the time. I don't remember his name. They were all out there. So it was like our top four nation's leaders all in one spot, and they kept that really quiet. Everybody knew that the round of golf was happening, and they had media out there galore that day. And, but that was one of the only times that they really closed the golf course for them and but it was a it was a big deal i bet and seeing you know when somebody like that arrives they plan we had set aside it was i want to say 40 25 to 40 golf carts set aside for secret service police 
and them so that they were set to go. They all had carts they were able to get around the property. And just seeing the massive amounts of golf carts and everybody moving around was just insane. I can only imagine. Because Andrews Air Force Base is also uh, 54 holes. It was. Yeah, it was. was. It was. The last thing I did was... Um, the last thing... We renovated a few holes because they are making a new Air Force One hangar, mm. which is obviously open there. That is actually knowledge now. It's not a, a secret now. Yeah. Uh, but they, they needed the room to build it, so they were like, let's take the golf course. And after that battle was lost on how are we going to keep keep it all, keep three courses, they rerouted some holes, and we had 20, 27 holes. And, or I'm sorry, we had uh, 45. 45 holes. Right. So, uh, so that that must have given you. I mean, now you're running 36. So this is you know this piece of cake. I mean, well, <laughs> it was a big it was a big joke. After I left Andrews, I went over to to, to I went I left Andrews to go to Paint Branch Golf Course. Paint Branch Golf Course is a nine hole exact short nine hole golf course in a driving range. That was awesome. Everyone was joking. Man, this is a part time job job for you. And I had three people, so it was. It was great. Yeah, that was great. That was the best job, you know. You, you didn't have to worry about anything. You had so much time to do everything. I walked the golf course nearly every day and still had time to do anything we could. And we kept the course mowed out and trimmed up all the time because we could do that at nine holes. But you also must have an interesting perspective in the fact that, so this is your second uh, job, you know, especially being over a decade at Andrews at a military installation, a golf yep. course on a mil military installation. Yep. And you, you know, Paint Branch is a Muni, Laurel mm -hmm. Hill is a Muni. Mm -hmm. um, you said you worked at Dominion Valley, Valley. That's, that a, that's a private. private club, yep. Um, that was the so I'm just curious, club. especially between, well, any of those, but especially, you know, why, what is different from a, a superintendent's perspective dealing with whatever you have to deal with doing your job on a day-to-day -day basis, making sure that a golf course is playable um, on a military installation versus any of those others? I don't, I don't think it's any different. Uh, we still have, we're here to provide service for the players. I don't see the golf course as my golf course. I'm in charge of the grounds, but it's not my personal golf course. We are here to provide the golfers with a, with a product that they're paying for. And they're paying to play our golf course. We need to provide them with the best product that we possibly can. And I hold that true with, and in it, with every place that we go, whether it's a nine-hole golf course, whether it's 18, 54, 36, whatever we got to do to provide the golfers a good quality product that they're paying for, you know, we're doing that. The municipal courses and all that are are a lot of times known to have lower 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 maintenance budgets, smaller staffs along the things along those lines which yes it's very very common to have work more with less so i so there was recently an article published in the gcsaa or on their website mm -hmm. the golf course superintendents association, association of america, america. I get the right. gcsaa uh, but yep. they published an article uh just came out a month or two ago about how you know the covid and being shut down but in that you mentioned at your previous job that you were also the mechanic was that paint branch Yes. So actually originally at Andrews, when, when my mechanic retired at Andrews, we were having a hard time to find a new one. 
between the pay and trying to find somebody qualified to work on the mowers because our mowers are pretty intricate. Although once you get into it and you're used to it, it gets easier over time. But keep in mind, you're cutting grass at a fraction of an inch. So these mowers have to be dialed in at fractions of an inch to really get everything dialed in. So having somebody who either does, most people don't know how to change out reels or grind reels, you have to teach, teach that. Somebody's gotta be taught that, whether we were bringing in somebody else or however. And then when my mechanic, he retired, I kind of knew the ins and outs a little bit because I had always wanted to learn. And I always felt as the superintendent, it was my job. I can't tell people what to do if I don't know how to do it myself. So I needed to learn everything. I needed to know how to, how to work on your irrigation, how to mow everything and you know, how to, how to work on equipment as well. I was thrown into that aspect of it it was very tough and we had to get thrown in real quick. Uh, then when I got to, when I got to paint branch, it was, we didn't have, it was basically me, me and Sean, who was, who was the, the assistant there at the time. And Sean could work on things very well, but between me and him, anything I didn't know, he knew and sure. anything so I didn't know he knew and it was it was a very good back and forth so everything kept being fixed and and so when covid happened when we were when we began to get shut down I spent the I spent several weeks at at Fort Belvoir by myself completely the only one on the property nobody else here and it was I had to run the operation just to get the course maintained. That's that's an unusual experience. And you only started here at the beginning of the year. You started here you January, told me January January 9th. January 9th. I came back here. Yep. And the course shut down because of COVID, what, mid-March? March 21st. March 21st. And so you were by yourself every day. I was by myself mowing. for about two or three weeks, completely by myself, the only one here. I'd show up here, I'd, I'd make coffee, check emails, and then it's like, okay, I'll go hop on a, a mower. I mowed the greens on one golf course one day. I went out spraying or something after that. The following day, I'd go mow the other golf course. I tell you what, I mean, that's compared to what a lot of people were doing around this country for those few mm -hmm. weeks, you know, being having 36 holes and, and 350 acres to yourself. It that's, was very that's not too bad. It was very quiet. It was, uh, <laughs> headphones went on and I was in my own world. So the days went by pretty quickly and I really didn't mind being alone. We never really trimmed up a lot of the detailed stuff, but you know, we were able to still operate. And, but if things broke down, I was the, again, I was the only one here. I had, I was out there being, being, being the one to fix it too. Yeah. So we were out there ch checking mowers and all that making stuff still being maintained well it sounds like they, they hired the right guy um you know obviously they, they, didn't, they didn't know what was about to happen when they hired you in january but hiring a guy that can also be the mechanic and, and, and make sure that uh, everything's up and running was yeah it was um so we have a we do have a mechanic here full-time and he's awesome he's been here for years and he's one of the ones who originally trained me back when i was 17. he was one of the guys who helped train me on 
how to mow stuff out here, how to use equipment. And now I'm back in as their boss. So let's 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 rewind just for for one second. So so yeah. So you mentioned this was your home course growing up. Mm -hmm. Your father is army and he lived, was, yep. was okay and, and lived on the base for, yep. for a time yep but we lived here for i think four or five years four or five years and then he, re he retired we moved off base and he still plays here and he still plays here still plays here when we're open does he give you crap when there's you know uh there's some water around the green or well you know, he hasn't spot here? <laughs> hasn't really played here much this year <laughs> that's right because i mean TV. right right at right as the right as our season got going we closed <laughs> It was literally right at the breaking point of the weather was when we closed. And so your first, you mentioned your first job <clears throat> at a, uh, at, at, you know, working on a golf course was here. It was right here. How old were you then? 16 years old. 16. So this is before Penn State, before. I was 16 years old. What were you, what were you doing? My first year, I changed, I changed, I changed the cups and I mowed around the green surrounds and the NT surrounds. Wow. That was pretty much every day of my first year. And doing odd and end projects, a whole lot of weed eating, push mowing. And I loved it. I just love being outside. I love seeing the work. You know, when you get done mowing, mowing grass, whether it's your yard or whatever, you, you feel like you accomplished something. Then you see it on a grander scale, like a golf course. You mow that green. You get to see your work immediately. You get to see what you did. You mow one hole of rough, it's like, wow, I mowed all this. This looks pretty good. And, you know, seeing that just really helped me, and I just loved it. Yeah. You got a, you got a yard at home? I think it's still there. <laughs> I never see my house. I, I'm, I'm here 80 hours a week. I, I, I think it's still there. So the, the grass at your house doesn't quite look like the, the green on 18 here? God, no. <laughs> That's That thing is, I'm lucky to mow it once every two weeks, and... And you know, I have a, I don't have the biggest yard in the world. I have maybe the most a quarter acre between the front and backyard. Maybe, maybe a quarter acre. I got a riding lawnmower. <laughs> I said I'm not push mowing that. Say, so, so I'm so, not doing that. So Ben just took me on a tour of the course. We we drove all most of the 36 holes, most of the property. Mm -hmm. uh, but but really, what uh, and, I, and I took some video. Hopefully, put up. Put it up somewhere, either on Instagram or YouTube, somewhere when I get this going. Uh, but the, 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 the maintenance sheds, the storage, <laughs> the amount of equipment um, is kind of mind-boggling. It is. Uh, with the property being so big, we're very lucky to have what we do have. I've been grateful to have leadership and my management understands what we go through. They understand what our needs are. They understand how we need to op operate the golf course. So it's been very good that they are they are very very supportive of what we do, and so it's been the working relationship with that. And I was grateful to come in; yeah. all the equipment was here already. Yeah. And we've always had a larger fleet, and but now me being in charge has just been. It is so comfortable being able to operate the golf course. I'm not having to worry about day in and day out if something breaks sure. uh, we're not stressing out pulling out our hair you yeah. know we can still get the job done and yeah. that's that's the good thing about us we can get the job done so uh ben was also just yesterday the day before that we're, we're, we're taping this interview 
he was on Sirius XM PJ Tour Radio with the Katrick and McGinnis yes. show. Yep. And it was great. I listened to it. It was about a 15-minute interview. Um, but on that, you said um, your goal here is to make Fort Belvoir uh, the best military golf course on a military installation in the world. Yes, and I definitely have complete faith that we can. You know, we were originally Andrews Air, Air Andrews Air Air Force Base was always kind of known as the largest golf course, but because we did have empty four holes and we're riding outside of DC, and it was always known as like the best golf course, whether it was, I think so, or as as the best military golf course, and so I've seen what that looks like. I've seen what we. And I managed that. And now it's, I think the layout at Belvoir is significantly better. Mm -hmm. Much better layout. We, I have the staff here now motivated and they see my vision. And this is kind of home for me. And I really think that we can provide the best military golf course in the world, hands down, because we have not only the the current staff here the resources the support that i have from 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 my management and that, that's a big thing so I, I mean yes. we, we talked about this uh, you know uh, golf courses on military installations is very common they're, mm-hmm. they're everywhere but they're but they're not i wouldn't necessarily say they're considered to be top-notch golf courses around and Normal. that's largely because i mean they've got larger priorities on most bases than necessarily yeah. the golf course. But you, yeah. you have the support and the resources here to perhaps make that happen. The support that I have from my management is awesome. And, you know, keep in mind, we are in the D.C. area. So a lot of this is a lot of the people playing here are, are retired military sure. who served for years and years and years. Don't you want to provide, or at least I do, I want to provide the best golf course experience that I can yeah. for the guys who did a lot for us. We have so many... Vietnam veterans here. Mm-hmm. We have several World Wars II veterans who were here. Okay. Um, I mean, we got guys who we do a major. Uh, we work very closely with uh, with like links to freedom yeah. to their group. Okay, and so groups along those lines who who come out wounded warriors things like that. You know, this is a big part of that, and they need a home to have those programs. And for us being military, it just blends in. It just fits. And definitely, I think it's our job. It's it's the duty that we have to provide the best golf course that we can. And I think they deserve the best that we can at least give them because they've gone through some crap. And let's at least have green grass to grow for them. Yeah. Um, But that being said... Um, this golf course is, is, is funded on, on non-appropriate funds. Correct. Um, no taxpayer no, dollars. No taxpayer dollars. Um, you know, while it's part of a larger, larger budget, budget for MWR, yep. more was yep. morale, welfare, and recreation. recreation. Yep. I got, I got yep. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, greens fees are still necessary. Yeah, so this is open to the public. It is. Civilians can play. That's, can. I, I was kind of asked you a question earlier, but I, I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. You know, after people listen to this, I, I imagine most people around here know this is open to the public, but I bet um, you everybody doesn't. Not everybody does, and, and you know, because we're on the post and we're on base, and 
so you still have to go through through our main gate to get on and actually get a pass, which I think you did at the time. Because mm-hmm. which which the process wasn't too bad, was it? No, and you go I, I in, mean, and I, show I, your license, and I, they let they, your. They made me open my doors, made sure I didn't have anything nefarious, and I was through in five minutes. Yeah, so so you know, getting that through. Once you're through, you're at the golf course, and yeah. and you know we do offer tee times, I believe, on golf now once we're open again because. Mm-hmm. At the moment, we're still closed, and normally we do corporate outings, events, and everybody's. We are here for every for all, but you know, you, military is just a large part of what we do. Sure. But you know, we still need income. We yeah. need rev, rev revenue too, um, because we still have to pay pay our workers. And and, and speaking of the, uh, certainly the military aspect of it, and, and we'll, we'll keep this a little bit vague since, you know, uh, uh, details aren't necessarily <laughs> able to be shared. But um, sometimes, you know, there's, there's other duties that are, that are called. Uh, yes. We were scheduled to do this on a, on a, on a Tuesday. Or on, we were talking about doing this on Tuesday. To, this is a Thursday morning. And yesterday I, I get a text from Ben that says uh, things may have changed. We've got, we've got some, some, it's some not military a, personnel it's, on the base. It's and not uncommon for us to... Hey, you're at the course one minute. Oh, hey, we need to. I need all your staff here. Okay. And most of the time, I'm not told why. I'm just told show up. And it could be you name it. Moving chairs is one thing, or adding stuff here, bringing food over to this. But it's like, all right, whatever. We're a team here. We are a team, and we we work as a good group. And this, and that's one thing. But you never know, especially here, you never know what you're getting into. I mean, ideally, I get hired to work on the golf course. That's my main job. But you never know what will happen. Sure. So yeah, there's it, some potential it's, uh, duties that you wouldn't find at Paint it's Branch. That, it's or, that or la- so it's always that last line in every job job that says other duties as assigned. <laughs> that they, they make sure that that's in every job job description that we offer. Other duties as assigned. Right. So it, it's uh you never know what you're gonna get into. Well the course the course looks fantastic. It's in great shape. Uh, I encourage everybody to, to to play it once you guys open. Hopefully that uh hopefully that, that happens soon. Mm-hmm. Um so we, we had a couple messages not too long ago there um uh, you're a bit of a stick as well. You posted a pretty decent score down at, down at Pinehurst. At I, had a great, there. I had a great caddy. Normally I can read greens pretty well. Um, but down there, for some reason, I could not read number two's greens. I couldn't read them. The caddy I had, who was fantastic, he's like, aim it here. Okay. <laughs> I just made a lot of putts that day. <laughs> And did I, did I, I think I've seen on one of your posts, you, you play in some tournaments with hickories? So. I do. Hickory yeah. golf is one of my big passions. Um, you know, I grew up in the modern era. You know, I'm only 33, I think. I'm like, how old am I? I got to th- think about that. Every, every day of mine, it runs as a whole. So, you know, I'm like, how old am I again? My, my wife has to tell me. Uh, <laughs> and... You know, in the modern era of this, I can get clubs that can do whatever I want. I can tailor all these clubs. I can, and even on the golf course end, I can mow everything I want. I can fertilize all I want. I can add water all I want. Well, what do we used to do? And that stuff interests me more is what did we used to do? Hickory clubs. I love playing with, you know, the the original hickory shafted clubs, even though that my clubs are actually replicas. uh, or Actually, I won't say, I won't say all of them. Some of them are, the irons are, because I, I do have a, a much quicker 
the swing speed. But, um, you know, and, and, and the chaffs on them have actually been remade. But the heads are still 100-year-old shafts or heads. They're 100-year-old heads, and they're still good golf clubs to play. And people still play with them. There's groups out there that still play with them. And the go- you, got, you got the Golf Heritage the Golf Heritage Society, yeah. a society of, 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 of a society of hickory golfers. Right, right, yeah. um, so there's a lot of guys out there who still play with all these antique clubs and you know really into the golf history. Yeah, I, I have not done it yet. Uh, I, I I love to do it. I, I need to I need to play around with some 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 old hickories. Uh, I'm staring at your at your book collection here as well. This so we're we're in your office. Um, in the maintenance house here at, at Fort Belvoir, but you got quite a collection of golf books here. This so. is part of it. Yeah, I, <laughs> this is part of it. Cool. This is part of it. You got some over there on the, the other side of the room. Then I still have a few. Um, at, you you, you, you got a too. you got a book the size of an encyclopedia on diseases of trees and shrubs. I mean, this is the stuff people got to know when you're, when you're it is, a, a, a superintendent. I mean, keep in mind the property as a whole, you have to learn anything from not only turf management, but insect pests. You have to know irrigation, pond management, you know, all kinds of different aspects, horticulture and flowerings. What are you planting on the golf course? Why are you planting certain trees on the golf course? What are turf insects? What are turf grass? diseases sure. so it's a it's a whole jumble of things and you are you're the pre you're actually the president of the uh, the maryland turf grass council i am the that. maryland turf grass council is um we support the turf industry edu- education and research mm-hmm. in maryland and it is a, one of our big big jobs that we do is actually provide training and resources for people to get certified to spray to spray pesticides and fertilizers in maryland and that is just an amazing what we do there to get everybody to promote turf turf grass research to promote the 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 turf grass industry as a whole whether it's lawn care whether it's golf whether it's sod farms all of those things we're very good at and bringing all of those together to get the turf grass industry is just great that's great i mean there needs to be i mean shoot i'm i i'm an avid golfer i've been playing forever there's there's so much i need to learn i, I don't i don't know a whole heck of a lot about turf grass but uh it's awesome that you guys are, are doing the education so um so there's no word on when this is open you don't know when it's gonna not open. yet i'm waiting on the word but when we do know we'll be throwing we will we will put the the e-markers back out we'll put the cups out that'll be it that'll yeah. be set to go so just whenever we get our word we're ready to go well after uh kind of taking a tour of all 36 today and having you drive around i'm, I'm pumped to get back out there i Me think too. i think everybody should that's listening to this to, to keep an eye out on, on when it reopens uh give ben a follow on social media is it yeah. turf what's your handle you. turf grass Golf turf nerd, I believe. Golf, golf turf nerd, give him a follow. Yeah, um, I think. <laughs> and, and, and get and get down here to Fort Belvoir. And, you know, if you're coming down here, you know, allow an extra, you know, ten minutes. Put in the GPS. Golf turf nerd. That's Fort what Belvoir it is. Visitor Center. Don't come right to the course. It's golf but turf it's worth nerd. It. Yep. Golf turf nerd. <laughs> nerd. Perfect. Got it. 
Uh, well, Ben, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate you bringing me down here. Yep, I appreciate um, it greatly. Come on down anytime. Absolutely, and and for uh, being kind of an experiment here is one of my first guests. Yep, on, let on me go. Yeah, man, make it happen. And <laughs> we're here, and you know, I want to do this winter. I want to do. I want to do something unique this winter, whether it's a like a freeze your balls off event you know during like the freezing cold we get everybody local out we can just to sure. come out and play drink beer you know get a get like a good event going you know just during like the heat of the winter or yeah the, those are or great the cold of the winter and just kind of wrap up and just have fun oh my gosh when i was in high school we, we competed in what was called the polar bear league okay and it was at sligo creek oh. little nine hole yep. in silver spring love sligo I, think I was a junior and senior high school and we would go out there saturday mornings play nine you know mm -hmm. you, you 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 know hit a thin five iron that would roll 260 yards because mm -hmm. the fairways were frozen so I, yeah that's, that's a great idea that's i love that stuff and you know we're we're here to play golf and you know although as nice as it is maintaining a golf course without players, I still I want to encourage the game of golf because keep in mind I, I need a job still. You know, I want people to come play golf because without golfers I don't have a job. Right. They don't need me anymore. That's absolutely without golfers, Ben does not have a job. So let's get down here as soon as you guys open we'll, and we'll get some get some rounds. And we will keep as soon as I know, I will be posting up left and right online and really trying to keep the course in in the best shape that we can. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been great. Appreciate it, Ben. Well, we'll see you, you soon. Thank you. You too. All right. I got to his ideas. I don't have a good golf game, but I don't really care. I'm a, I'm a regular dude living in D.C., and I want to know about DC-centric golf stuff. If you can tell me something that I don't already know, then that is great for me. I don't want the regular stuff. I want exciting stuff. I want different stuff. I don't want stuff I can't hear elsewhere. But I want it to be about DC golf.